Old stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. And in a lot better shape. So Okay. What uh position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, uh, Boise State fans? Welcome on into Bronco Nation News Live here at BroncoNationNews.com. I forgot to send Jay Tuss the link, so he's going to be joining us here shortly. I also was uh, stepping on my cord here. I apologize for this. Great, great hosting here, but my headphones are messed up. We're having fun. We're uh, off to a little bit of a rocky start, and that's how my travel is going. Trying to get down to uh, Fresno tonight. I'll keep you updated on that here momentarily. Let's see if this works now i think we're good hopefully you guys can hear me okay let me know yes or no if you can't we're in the uh cutwater studios here in boise my flight got canceled down to fresno so we are uh working on that and uh gonna make it down hopefully today with our uh great sponsor on uh bnn air so our uh supporter and sponsor of bnn is uh gonna make the trip to fresno and help us get there may impact the uh, pregame show more details to come but uh, gonna make it down to fresno just may not uh, be there all the way in time to do a full pregame show like i said we're gonna be uh, flying down on a plane with our uh, one of our sponsors and boosters right before the game and we're uh, very appreciative of the person that likes to remain anonymous for uh, helping us get to the game tonight at the last minute with the flight getting canceled and uh, other things happening so as nate says fire up the pj and uh, yes, we actually will be uh, firing up the PJ. And um, sorry, I'm texting Jay Tusk because I uh, forgot to send the link, but uh, Jay should have it now. There's been a lot going on this morning, one of those mornings. Uh, but yeah, we uh, 
Assuming everything goes well, we'll be uh, riding on the PJ down to uh, Fresno. We'll be getting there shortly before the game, so we'll try for a shorter pregame show. And then uh, after that, we will uh, probably have to do a very short postgame show, if if any, on the postgame show, because it's going to be a quick turnaround to try to get home tonight and back to Boise. Uh, so I apologize in advance. The pregame, postgame coverage may not be what it typically is uh, from a live broadcast standpoint. We'll try to get some interviews posted and uh, essentially 9 a.m. tomorrow with John Mallory is going to be our postgame show, uh, probably with uh, the time commitment. But uh, stuff happens. Flight got canceled. It is what it is. And um, at least I should hopefully make it down there for the game. And uh, again, uh, apologize in advance for the probably lack of live broadcast. We're hoping to do the pregame. I'm actually going to tape with Abe Jackson this afternoon before I leave and then uh, have some things ready. And we hope to have a, a pregame show that's partially recorded, partially live. If uh, Jaden Finch can help us out and then I can jump in in time uh, from the arena as soon as we get there. So it's Fresno state. It is somebody's asking uh, no Wi-Fi on the PJ. Uh, nope. And uh, as Nate Staley says, we understand you don't need to spend more time in Fresno than is needed. Uh, I will not confirm or deny Jay Tuss that a current coach uh, may have used a similar phrase about not needing to spend much time in Fresno. Um, when I uh, informed uh, him uh, yesterday that uh, what was going on, maybe when my flight got canceled last night. So uh, it is what it is, but we are uh, hopefully going to make it to Fresno Jay and it's uh, a road game in the mountain West. So it's never uh, easy from that standpoint, but uh, Boise state Fresno state tonight. How we doing, man? Yeah. These used to be the, the, the glass half full excuse BJ is at least you go to Fresno or something, you hit in and out, but now that we got in and out, like whatever. Right. Yeah, that's true. And now that I'm trying to, uh, is anymore. <laughs> trying to uh, I had the holiday 15 put on, so I'm trying to drop a few pounds here. So typically a trip to Fresno would, uh, would mean the doghouse grill, uh, mm. right there by the save Mart center. It's kind of a legendary, uh, tri-tip sandwich spot. Um, but, uh, I will not, even if I had made it last night, like I was supposed to, um, not doing it on this trip, man, trying to eat a little mm. healthier. So, uh, we'll, we'll see We're we're, uh, we're trying to get a little healthier, so no, no in and out, and uh, no, uh, no doghouse grill on this trip for sure. But okay, all right. Well, ho- hopefully a win for Boise State at least. I, I guess right. Like um, back out on the road, and I know that Fresno State's having a down year, but I, I just don't think you can take road wins for granted in the Mountain West this year. I, I don't, I don't think that's the case, despite the fact that Fresno State has struggled. And I even look at that. I think the spread came out and. Boise State's favored by eight or something like that, maybe seven and a half. That that's uh, that, those those are tough road wins to come by. I don't yeah, care who you're, scary, who you're playing, you at, man. You look at some of your uh, you look at some of your uh, you know, metrics and all that, and like they're pretty bad. Like they turn the ball over a lot, mm-hmm. um, but they their effective field goal percentage is actually pretty good. Like Fresno State can shoot the ball a little bit. They just turn it over on the possessions that they don't make a shot. Um, and their defense isn't great either. I think they're giving up. This might be a game tonight, Jay, where Boise State can finally uh, really, really get it going from three-point range. They're going to have some open looks in this game. We'll see if they can knock them down. Fresno State, one of the worst in the country in three-point defense. Uh, so keep an eye on that if you're uh, Boise State's offense. Um, but they've got an intriguing roster. they got a transfer from Wyoming. They've got a couple seven-footers. Or I think it might be listed at 6'11", but a couple big guys. They've got talent, and that's what Leon Rice said, and I've got a clip I can play from Leon here in a minute, Jay, but uh, they've got talent. They just haven't put it all together yet, and those are scary because on any given night, you know, a team that has the individual talent could put it together, and and um, like I said, no road game in the Mountain West is ever easy. No, it's it's not, but, I mean, even if they are facing what you would consider – I mean, they, they might be the worst team in, in the Mountain West this year, BJ, because uh, – You're going there on them, man. What's that? You're going there. Worst team in the league. Well, I, I only say that just because, like, you know, we look at some of these metrics that we buy stock into. Not literally, obviously, but, um, you know, Ken Palm in terms I, – I really do like looking at his off- uh, efficiency on offense and defense, the adjusted offense, adjusted defensive metrics. I think those are awesome because, uh, you know, they take pace to play out of it and you can get, a, you know, a real evaluation of who is effective, right? Like, yeah. in some cases, if you're a slow-tempo team, you're not allowing a lot of points per game, but – you know, maybe teams are very effective against you or efficient against you. That kind of, you know, weighs everything and, and gives you more of an accurate perception of what's going on. And Fresno State, I believe, is the only team in the Mountain West that ranks um, 
you know, in the 200s in the country out of what, 360 some odd teams, they're the only team in the Mountain West that ranks in the 200s in both offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency or adjusted offense and adjusted defensive efficiencies, uh, according to Ken Palm. So um, they're, they're not they're not a good team. And Boise State needs to go take care of business. Yeah, but you just can't assume Mountain West Road wins this year. I just, I, I don't yeah. think you can. So, do I think they're going to win? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I do. And man, this might be exactly what, uh, you know, a guy like Max Rice needs. In all honesty, BJ is uh, a couple open looks at a three and get his mojo back in the in the uh, pointed in the right direction. Right. At least offensively, he's doing a lot of other things. You said the spread is eight. Yeah. If they won by six tonight, I would say that's a good win. Like I would too. Five, Absolutely. like anything, just win the game. Like I don't. This is not. A, I mean, would you love to win by fifteen and help your computer metrics and all that and have an easy coaster? Sure, but uh, I think if you win this game by one point, you get out of Fresno on the charter tonight and say mission accomplished. Oh, I, that's uh, road wins are exactly like that. Just win and move on. It Keaton doesn't said, matter. Keaton says it's down to five point five. By the way, okay, which would maybe be making it a little scary. <laughs> yeah. Right. We were people seeing that, but that's about where I would probably have had it five, six. I thought, uh, and maybe that was the case. I, I just opened up ESPN's app last night as I was going to bed and just kind of sorting through stuff. And I noticed uh, that it was 7.5 initially, but apparently it is 5.5 now, as we have had multiple people say on the YouTube chat. So, um, yeah, uh, it's going in that direction. I think I that's think a way the more. Ken projection line. was like nine or 10, though, right? Really? I think the Kenpom projection is nine. So that's why an eight point spread isn't mm. crazy. That's uh wow. That's interesting. Abo needs to hit the guarded threes, according to Perry. Um, I think Abo does hit the guarded threes. <laughs> I I mean I, I'm almost serious. Like I feel like I feel like Buzo shoots better when he has a hand in his face. He has such like a high release. Like I, I that would take a long time to go back and break down, but I actually feel like he shoots better when he's got a hand in his face. Tyree wants a 10 point win tonight. He's getting greedy. Tyree, if they get that man, go ahead and celebrate because that would be an awesome road victory for Boise State if that was the case. Derek says Air Force is Air, Air Force in Boise is the only game he's completely not worried about. <laughs> it's the only one he can maybe take a breather. Oh, is Air Force Derek in just, Boise. Derek just jinxed it. And Wyoming in Boise. Why? Well, I mean, I Derek, all I you Derek need to know is see what Wyoming, what uh, Nevada just did going to Laramie and losing to. I mean, that's got to be any yeah, kind of a great example, training. man. A great example. I mean. Wyoming is clearly in the bottom quarter of the Mountain West this year. They 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 had a massive roster turnover, but they just hung, what was it, 98 points on Nevada. Nevada yeah. was a top 30 defensive efficiency team, according to Ken Palm. And Wyoming, who ranked in the 200s in offensive efficiency going into that game, hung 98 on the Wolfpack. That's life on the road in the Mountain West. Is you, can, Nothing can be assumed, man. Like It, it just can't. Well, speaking of which, uh, there were two media outlets, Bronco Nation News and KTVB, that showed up to interview Leon oh, Rice uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm not going to play the whole interview, just about a 65-second clip here, the first like three questions about specifically on Fresno State. Uh, we will play the rest of this on the pregame show tonight, but uh, here is the initial thoughts. Leon Rice to KTVB and Bronco Nation News at the uh, airport getting ready to board their charter in the background on the matchup with Fresno State. Never easy going on the road in conference play. What, what's the challenge going down to Fresno? Tomorrow? No doubt. It's a huge challenge. And, you know, it's another team, I think, it, it, when you look at the roster, the way they play, their coaching staff, they're, they're a lot better than what their record says they are. And, and we know that. And, you know, our guys are locked in, ready to go. But the, life on the road and not just on the road, everywhere is, is going to be a crusade to get a game. You do look at the pieces and then you look at the record and say, well, why do you think it hasn't come together for them, maybe? You know, it's hard to win games, and sometimes you have injuries, and you know, you always have stuff going on, and and you know, and they've lost some crazy buzzer beater things, and you know, just stuff like that. But uh, I do know they're a good basketball team, and it's a hard place to win. I know they're like effective field goal percentage is pretty high. I mean, they can shoot a ton. I mean, yeah. what, what 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 could they do that could cause you some problems? Well, the, it, the, you know, I think Justin does an amazing job with their defense. They're, one of the best defensive teams you face year in, year out. And it's their system. You know, Justin came from San Diego State, and uh, he knows how to coach that. And then that's where it begins, and that's a big part of their system. And, you know, so getting a – they did a great job on us here last year. I mean, we were a, a mess that first half. And 
Um, you know, we only played them one time, but it was uh, it was a tough game. There's Leon Rice uh, speaking to KTVB Bronco Nation News yesterday before they boarded the charter flight down to Fresno about uh, the challenge. And uh, yeah, I don't, uh, they they were struggling in the first half against Fresno last year at home and had to uh, play much better in the second half to win that game. And uh, you do look at some of the the scores that that Fresno has had and. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not trying to hype them up as being league contenders here, uh, Jay. You said they might be the worst team in the league, but uh, going on the road, conference play, and this is one of those sandwich games, Jay Tuss. They just had the huge crowd against San Diego State on Saturday. You got the huge crowd against U Utah State for first place, potentially on the line on Saturday. And then, oh, yeah, there's going to be about 2,000 people in a 10,000-seat arena tonight uh, for a late start in Fresno. Uh, these are always those kind of those uh, sneaky, scary games. The trap game, the dreaded trap game. I mean, we we saw how that went last week. In all honesty, man, like, I mean, UNLV is not getting enough credit. That that's a that's really tough. Like, I think UNLV is a, a talented team. Um, I think the Mountain West tournament is already going to be a concern, and you're going to you're already going to have coaches talking about this this year, where it's going to be a little unfair that a team that good once again gets to to host at their venue. Uh, I won't say it's there on their court because they don't get a host on their court. The Mountain West brings in a different court, but it still is uh, UNLV's venue. Um, they're a good team, man. Uh, they they came really close to upsetting Colorado State in in uh, in Fort Collins just a few days later. They should have knocked off Utah State the Saturday prior to playing Boise State, but it was some miracle five point play, which never happens uh, yeah. in college basketball, that pulled that off. I think it's kind of crazy, BJ, looking at it this way. Uh, if you look at the net rankings, yes, losing to UNLV on your home floor is basically the same as losing to Wyoming, who prior to beating Nevada was like 220 in the net rankings or 212, some somewhere in that range. I, that, I, I love the net rankings, but I, I just feel like the home and road is it's got a really, really wide gap that I don't know if it should be that. Um, I, I just don't know if it should be that different. Like that's that's crazy, because because the numbers are different. Top thirty is quad one at home, but top seventy five is quad one on the road. I mean, think about the difference. Top seventy five. Well, if you just look at it right now, Jay, just 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 to prove your point. So number the number uh, twenty. Let's say the number thirty team is Gonzaga, and I know yeah. they're still struggling a little bit this year. They're not the typical Gonzaga, but Gonzaga number thirty, uh, and then we go to some teams just say in the seventies. Uh, St. Bonaventure is 75. So I mean. depending, on where, depending on where you play them, uh, St. Appalachian State, 73, Richmond, 72. And you're getting the same credit for beating St. Bonaventure, App State, Richmond, um, McNeese, uh, Bradley, some of these schools. Uh, you'd be getting the same credit for them as beating mm -hmm. Gonzaga, Utah State, Color, you know, or I mean, if you go all the way up the line for beating Houston or Purdue or Kansas or Utah or Auburn, any of those teams. I, I, I feel like it's even worse than that. You got the rankings up in front of you. Who's 240 in the country right now? Uh, 240 would be, let's go up a little lower. Because if you, in the net rankings, quad three on the road goes down to the 240th team in the country. Mount St. Mary's. So Mount St. Mary's. You Fresno State dropped to 241. That, that's that's just wild to me. Is this you a could, quad four game? You could lose, what's that? Is this a quad four game then? Uh, where's, tonight? Quad, where's quad four start on the road oh this is on the road I believe, yeah i believe it's 240 on the road well it's their 241 okay then it's quad four game wow <laughs> yeah quad which might be one of the last ones boise state has on their on their schedule this season but uh, that's what i mean it, it just it's crazy to me that that's uh that those are the, yeah, that's apparently apples to apples you could lose at saint at Mount St. Mary's, and that's basically the same as losing on your home floor to UNLV this year, who has a five-star point guard, two uh, you know former uh, Power Five athletes in the Boone brothers. Like that's just that that, that gap is too wide. That I, I think the the net rankings have done a lot of good, but in that case, that's just I I don't feel like that's comparable in my opinion. Nate says he could see UNLV getting the auto bid. Opening the door for the six bid league. I mean, maybe, yeah. That, that, their their season is almost condensed to that at this point. Like, that's. I don't think that they, even if they ran the table right now, it'd be really probably hard for them to work their way back into the um, at large conversation, just because they they do have 
what nine losses now i believe eight or nine losses now i I guess if they ran the table maybe maybe that that would be enough but i don't think that's realistic to expect them to run the table but when we do look at boise state's schedule bj like yeah boise state is continuing this gauntlet of games like this is this is their nice little quad four breather at fresno state yeah but then they come home quad one game against utah state go out on the road quad one game against new mexico uh, on February 3rd, they come back here for a quad four game against Air Force, but then it's back-to-back quad one games. In in mid to late February, they finally get a little bit of a break, but yep. then once you turn to March, it's quad one, quad two, quad one, and then the Mountain West Tournament. So uh, they're, they're still in one heck of a, a gauntlet right now, and it's not going to really ease up for almost another full month, BJ. I was saying this yesterday with Prater, but it's interesting if you look at some of the other schedules, Jay, like uh, New Mexico is in a pretty easy stretch. New Mexico's yeah. New Mexico's last four road games of the season are the four <laughs> best teams in the league, probably. So we're not going to really know much. We're not going to know much about New Mexico. I could see New Mexico realistically being like 21 and three and like nine and two in conference and then losing four out of their last five or whatever. I mean, it, that's it's very what happened possible. to them last year, right? Like, yeah. that, I, I believe they. But I think they the were... schedule would dictate this more than them collapsing or whatever, but, but it, right. you know. It's just, but it's the opposite for Utah State. The Utah State is also starting their hard stretch right now. You mentioned you mentioned Boise State, but uh, Utah State is uh, they're on the bye this week, so they get Boise State and then they're home to San Jose. But then they're at San Diego State, home to Nevada and Boise State, and then at Colorado State, uh, and they still have to go. They still have uh, New Mexico uh, as well. But as I mentioned, uh, don't forget Utah State and all this. Jay is going to have a leg up, and I think a lot of teams and coaches are not going to be pleased and fan bases. Uh, Utah State does not have to go to Reno, and that is the one uh, that is the one top six team that doesn't have to go to the other team's venue, and that's probably you would say is a loss or is a good chance that could be a loss having to go to you know it's certainly a better chance than playing them at home, and um, they do not have to go to Reno, so that's potentially yeah. one one loss that you're potentially having to make up somewhere else if you're Boise State trying to catch up to Utah State. Yeah, that's tough. I will say this though: all of a sudden, now that the league is as good as it's been. There was a conversation that, you know, happened after last game. You know, I, I think for a long time, Mountain West coaches have been pushing for a 20-game league schedule. Yep. Uh, it, it, I mean, one thing, it makes it fair because what you just said right there is out the window because now everybody travels to you, – you have your home and you're away and every everything's equal. You don't have to worry about some weird scheduling imbalance that, that creates some type of unfair situation. Yeah. Um, but now that the league is so good – all of a sudden, it's like maybe we don't need to play two more games, you know, in in this gauntlet of of a schedule. What's your take on that? Uh, I would say I still think it makes sense to play the two Mountain West mm-hmm. teams over over uh, to, I, I over, like West, over Western Oregon or, yeah. somebody, or the non D ones. Get rid of the non D ones and just add the two conference games. I I think you need okay. to. Have, you could say what you want about strength of schedule and all that, and maybe losing another league game, but I I think that. Uh, you cannot have a title decided this year because Utah State didn't have to go to Nevada. That's just not right. If you can have a conference title and decide the teams, everyone should play the same. You know, should have to play the same. Uh, in, in football, I get it; it's not possible all that. But you have, you know, but when you get into basketball and you're that close, and it's very easy, you just add two more games and you play a true round robin. Everybody plays everybody home and road. It just seems too early. Hmm. It's too easy. That's just how I feel about it. I just By think it's way, funny that the, the narrative did change or, or it does seem to be evolving a little bit now that the league is so good. I, I know that you are multitasking BJ uh, and I, and I, um, after last post game. So I don't know if you were, were you and Leon for that explanation yeah, or that question? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. When uh, Mark Ziegler asked about the schedule. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was a good question. Kind of give me a surprising answer just because I think for a long time, Leon has been on, you know, um, the side of this conversation where he wants, he did want more league games. And he even mentioned though, that, you know, many years ago when they started talking about this, some of the older guys that have been around the block were like, no, we're good at 18. We're good. And, uh, I don't know if he really understood it then, but I think now he's starting to see why that might be, um, why that, why that might be the case. I, I think, you know, for Boise state too, I mean, imagine, as, as they try to, you know, develop and it came along last game, we've had to be a little patient, but as they develop depth in these things, uh, 
Yes. Uh, you, you take those two non D1 games off the schedule and add two Mountain West games, it's going to get even harder to try to develop, you know, and, and trust your bench and get some young guys into a game if, if that's the case. That's a fair point. And I do want to talk about the bench here in a minute, but Tyree uh, must have came in late. He's asking if I'm heading down for the game today. Yes, heading down, should be there. Not sure we'll have a full pregame or full postgame working on that, but uh, had a flight delay cancellation and would have missed my connection last night, Jay. So glad I didn't try to get to Vegas and get stuck there. And and so uh, it is what it is, but uh, one of my great loyal friends and sponsors that doesn't, lo- doesn't like me and allow me to use his name uh, is going to give us a ride down. So we'll hopefully be there in time uh, for the game. Jay, speaking of at Fresno state, I want to go into the vault. We're going into the vault an old Fresno state Boise state game. Someone sent me some footage and we're going to check that out and uh, go into the vault here on uh, Boise state, Fresno state and the history of this basketball rivalry. We'll do that in 90 seconds. Also, Chris Mitchell, a lot of folks asking about him on the football side, a Juco player that's visiting. We'll uh, we'll discuss that too, but uh, don't go anywhere. Getting you set for tonight's Boise State, Fresno State game back in 90 seconds on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at the rebound local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bowsher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BowsherRealEstate.com. All right, Jay Tuss, there's been a lot of great battles in the uh, Boise State-Fresno State series on the football side, but they had some on the basketball court as well. I, I'm not taking credit for this footage. Paul Jay on the call. Not sure if they if they synced it, if they got it from the TV side, where they got this from. But uh, this is 2008. Someone by the name of Matt Bauscher, someone by the name of Reggie Larry, some former players, some names, and uh, BNN contributor Matt Bauscher hitting a big three. But here is a quick uh, quick look back: 2008, Boise State, Fresno State. At the line, a young guy, Miles Green. He'll shoot two. 13 and a half seconds left. He misses the first one badly. Need to get the rebound if he misses this one to have a chance. As you know, if they get the rebound, they'll get it to Bell and Miller as quick as they can. And they don't miss. Green at the line. Free throw. Good. Four-point lead for Fresno State. Broncos quickly with a ball. Bauscher takes a three. Good. Nailed it. Matt Bauscher. Almost Boise State almost called a timeout, and they don't have any. The inbound pass. Seven and a half seconds left to go. Fresno State threw it away. Boise State will get the ball underneath the basket with 7.5 to play, Paul Jay. Down one. Down one. 89-88, Fresno State. The pass was thrown away by Fresno. Boise State with no timeouts. Run a play. And get a shot and win the game. Let's go home. Let Boise State win one. I'd try to get it to Bowser. He made two huge shots. Inbounds pass. Reggie Larry lays it in. The Broncos lead. Six seconds left to go. Broncos need to make them take some time. Get the ball up court. Keep the ball out of Bell's hands. But don't foul him for crying out loud. Inbounds pass. Bell with it. He walked with it, no call. Three seconds, two seconds, shot is up. 
No good. Tipped outside. The Broncos win. 90 to 89. Oh, and the guy who made the the game winner last year, it looked like it was going in. What a win for Boise State. Overtime, Jay Tuss. I'm so inspired by that, like, music, too. Yeah, that was kind of like the – it was like the – was that like – remember the Titans or some sports Uh, Yeah, something like that. I like how he said, don't follow him for crying out loud. And then he said, oh, he walked. They didn't call. I don't think – oh, he traveled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you love Paul Jay. (laughs) That was awesome. That was great. That was hitting a big three. Yeah, then they they, they were down four with 13 seconds left. Hit the three. I swear swear I could hear him yell, let's sell some homes right as he – right as that thing went down. Sold. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, hits a three to cut That's it to awesome. one. They get the steal on the inbounds, and Reggie mm-hmm. Larry hits the layup, and just like that, they uh, in overtime you, escape with a win. You bring up Reggie Larry. I think um, I'm pretty sure Tyson Dagenhart has a chance to pass him on the all-time scoring list this this game. Tyson's getting really. I know he, Tyson just cracked uh, 1,000 points, you know, in late December, and now he's already climbing up to 1,100 career points. But I, I, yeah. I think he's got a chance to pass Reggie Larry on the career points list this uh, this game. Speaking of passing people on lists, I, I know with the COVID year, you're adding in more games, you're adding yeah. in more seasons. So some of these uh, awards maybe don't quite mean quite as much, maybe not quite as fair to the previous guys that held mm-hmm. them. Um, but either way, uh, top 10 is top 10. And yeah. Max, Ri- Max Rice with a win tonight, Jay, would become the 10th all-time winningest player in the history of Mountain West basketball. Uh, I know uh, on this show and on Twitter and whatever else, especially lately, Max Rice has been getting plenty of criticism. He's been struggling to shoot from the field, no doubt about it. Um, but he's a, he's proven to be a winner, man. He's been a part of a lot of games, a lot of teams. Has been right in the middle of this, uh, you know, resurgence, this new era of Boise State basketball the last couple of years. And uh, with a win tonight, Max Rice would be number ten all time, winning as players in the Mountain West. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. And if you're Max Rice, I don't know if there's a cooler stat out there than that. Uh, top 10 all-time in wins. You know, I, I, you said that during these COVID years that some of those, you know, you might look at them a little bit differently. But I'll say this. The guy that holds the all-time record in the Mountain West wouldn't unless he got a COVID year. So, um, you know, I say what you will, but there, there are other guys on that list that have benefited from additional years of eligibility due to COVID. Max Rice now included in that group. I think uh, – I'm not predicting Boise State's going to win out, BJ. I did. I know you're a glass half full guy. You're a very positive guy, Jay. I did chuckle a little bit though when I saw the uh, yes, they win. (laughs) Just the the poetic justice of that would be incredible if it were to play out that way. And what I'm saying is, if Boise State were to run the table in the regular season, sweep through the Mountain West Conference tournament, then the first game of the NCAA tournament would would be to tie the record for Max. And again, I'm not I, I'm not predicting Boise State's going to win out. That would be I got him losing three games in the regular season, so I think he's going to break yeah. it to put them in the Final Four. There it is. Okay. Well, what's more What's more crazy, that thought or my thought? Uh, those are probably equally crazy to be honest with you. What's more, <laughs> more likely Boise State wins out the rest if, of the season. If he's, or, gonna break the, if he's gonna tie this record, is it gonna be to get to the final four or is it gonna be to uh advance? By the way, I can't speak round. this morning. I said glass half full instead of glass half full. I apologize for that. Well, I can't listen. I, I, I didn't I even have my headphones plugged in when the show started. It's been one of those mornings, Jay. I say with the flight issues and my kids. Uh, we've had an issue, Jay, by the way, with my kids. Uh, saying they're ready the for school. Again. They're oh. saying they're no, no, saying they're ready. And then when the bus uh, is about to show up, they're not ready. Uh, they still have to get their snacks or they still have to get this. So uh, we were, I thought we had moved past that and we're ready to leave. And one of my kids didn't have his shoes on and couldn't find his shoes. And so we uh, almost missed the bus. It was kind of a flustered situation there and just been one of those, <laughs> one of those, one of those mornings. But uh, there's nothing that sparks sheer chaos, like not being able to find the other shoe. No, they, they, they don't care about breakfast. They don't care about clothes. They don't care about shoes. They want to wake up and start getting on those late, those Legos or that PS five or the iPad or whatever else they want to do at, at six 30 in the morning and not get mm-hmm. ready for school. So we've tried to say until you eat breakfast, until you're dressed, until your backpacks by the door, until you are literally ready to walk out the door, you can't do any technology, no nothing else. Mm-hmm. Little Nelly uh, was all ready and got to the door and realized he wasn't wearing any shoes. So sometimes it just that just happens. <laughs> uh, too. Man, funny. I don't know about you. I don't know how it's going to work for you when your when your kiddos get into uh, actual uh, school where there's a bus yeah. potentially. Uh, yep. Our our bus stop is like four blocks up the street. <laughs> 
So we, uh, on cold days like this and most days, because dad's lazy, we also waste time until we go like literally right when the bus, they have an app, by the way. I don't know if you know about this. There's an app that actually tells you like where the bus is. So it's pretty cool to track and you can time it pretty oh, well. That's good. Uh, but we, it's like four blocks away. So we literally get in our truck and like drive four blocks to the bus stop and then they get out and get on the bus. Hmm. So, um, it's a little bit of a process in the mornings, but it sounds like it. Four blocks away. That's not. I don't, it's that's, not that close. Kind they of walk home. I let them walk home for the most part, but in the morning we usually run them up there just because so, they they cut it pretty close and mm-hmm. rather have those extra couple of minutes to yeah do something. Yeah, let those kids walk home in the snow. Yes, and I don't you know, have no clue how we got on this tangent, but uh, <laughs> just been one of those mornings. Uh, but uh, yeah, we uh, it, it is uh, Max Rice deserves whatever credit he's going to get, and he's going to be you know he's already top fifteen I think in scoring. And I think he's got a chance, Jay, in Boise State history to get maybe into the top 10 or at least like number 11. And and he has struggled a little bit, so that number's come down a little bit. But I think he's got a chance, if he could finish strong here, to get to 10 or 11. Uh, and then Tyson's got a chance to get top three or four if he comes back next year and has a has a big year. I mean, Tyson's yeah. past the 1,000 mark already. He's got a – oh, maybe I think it was Max Rice is like 30th but has a chance to get yeah. to 15. I think, I, I yeah. think he can get the top 15. That's what it was. He can get the top 15 – by the end of the year and then i think tyson could get around there and then tyson could get top five by the end of next year yeah it's gonna be hard for tyson to break the all-time scoring record just because that's that's i don't think he's the guy that will ever go out and average 22 a game and you look at some of the guys on that have been up there they've just they played forever and they averaged a lot of points at least you know once or twice throughout their career but yeah max rice is at uh 1055 career points and um, you know, you look you look back the Utah Valley game. He scored 22 points. Uh, it seemed like that was his kind of the, the game that he was going to bounce back. Was eight of 12, uh, you know, from the floor. But uh, since that game, he has not shot over 37.5 percent in a single game. Overall, he's shooting 25 percent from the floor. Uh, 60, or excuse me, 26.7 percent from three. So he's been a little, actually a little bit better shooting from distance than uh, inside the arc. 83.3 percent from the free throw line. What's that? Yeah. He's making the free throws. That's a good thing. But yeah, those floaters and those post ups and some of those small short small shots this year just aren't falling. Yeah, it, it's it's been a it's been a rough year. The the ball hasn't bounced his way. You figure it's going to happen at some point in time. Um, luckily, Boise State hasn't had to necessarily rely on on his scoring efforts as much as they did maybe even last year, BJ. You know, they they have Omar Stanley. Chabuzo Abo's taking another step. Tyson Dagenhart is, well, Tyson Dagenhart. So luckily they haven't had to quite rely on him like they you know needed to in uh in years past when it came to scoring the basketball. Let's take uh one but more I will quick say this. Oh, go ahead, Jay. Oh, wait, one, one, sorry. Um, right, so we need to take two, one more quick, uh, one more quick ninety second break, and I got some other stuff I want to get to. But if you, if you go, if you got a point, no, I'll, I'll save it for the other side. But right. oh, there's a tease. Don't go yeah. anywhere. J, J, you can't miss Jay's point coming up. Ninety <laughs> seconds. We'll, we'll we'll finish the basketball talk, and we'll also quickly mention Chris Mitchell and, and finish the show up talking about that. But uh, don't go anywhere. Back in ninety seconds on Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support of Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. 
The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. All right, Jade Sass, what, what, what do we got here? Sorry to cut you off on that point. No, it's good. Um, what I was just going to say is that, you know, two years ago, Max Rice was going was going through that terrible shooting slump, right? And down at San Diego State, he hits that three and he turns around. He, you know, throws yeah. his hands up in the air like, thank God I finally made a freaking shot. And now maybe we can move forward with this thing, right? Well, that was two years ago to the day yesterday, right? So maybe this is where Max turns the corner, hits a few shots, and finishes the season strong. But uh, we, that was, uh, we've been pretty good, man. Maybe we, were we calling this? Are we getting a Max Rice three with the hands up tonight? I, I maybe, maybe that that was that game. By the way, the boys State won at San Diego State, forty two thirty seven. Just that that defensive absolute slugfest. So that three was actually a, a pretty big bucket in that contest. Uh, Sam pointing out the uh, IQ of Max Rice, though second to none. Pesky mm-hmm. defender, constantly forcing jump balls. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I do think uh, – I, I believe in Max. Talked to him at the airport yesterday. I mean, I think he's close to, to having one of those six mm-hmm. for seven, six for seven, six for eight games from three, and Boise State could certainly use that tonight. And as I said, uh, Jay, this would maybe be a game for it to happen. If you look at the, the matchup tonight, Fresno State is uh, – 346th. I think there's about, what, 360 teams or something? So 346th in uh, three-point percentage uh, defense. So opponents opponents shoot almost 38% from three against them, which ranks 346th. It's the big red box. So uh, maybe this is an opportunity for uh, Boise State and Max Price in particular to get going from three. Yeah, that'd be great, man. We saw uh, Omar Stanley get it done from distance last last week, which I got to say, man, um, Omar is so good at, at getting to the rack, finishing near the rim. Whenever he starts to launch him from, from behind the arc, I kind of have a, okay, went in. All right, cool, sweet. And he did that three times last game. So he's proven that if you leave him open, he's going to make you pay. And that's going to make him even more dangerous, BJ, because now teams and, and defenders, if he's going to do that, you know, consistently or anywhere near a consistent, um, you know, fashion, then they're going to have to guard him out there. And it's going to make it even him even more dangerous to blow by and and do what he does best. So uh, those were those are some big shots for him that's going to make opponents respect him and look at him a little differently now. And one guy that loves it when he shoots a three and makes it is Abe Jackson because uh, a couple of games ago on the pregame show, I told Abe Jackson, I, I love Omar Stanley, but I don't need him shooting threes. Let some other guys on the team take the threes, stay in the paint, post up, rebound, score, post guys up. I just, I don't, I didn't love Omar Stanley shooting threes. And now every single time that uh, Omar Stanley makes one, I either get a text from Abe Jackson or I either get uh, Abe Jackson looking at me from the front wheel with, with the threes, you know, over there from uh, from from courtside. So uh, Abe Jackson loves to rub it in now every time Omar Stanley hits a three because he told him to keep shooting I'm, it. I'm going to jump on board with Abe then. So well, I want to see him. Know, they, they, go in, they go in great. They go in great. You're wrong. Oh, and it happens often. But as you said, <laughs> I mean, three of three. I mean, come on. Like uh, Brian Dutcher's got to be over there going, really? Like, yeah. I mean, Cam Martin hits a three. Omar Stanley hits three. Meadow, Jace Whiting hit threes. Like, what, what was Brian Dutcher supposed to do? Like, the, these guys that, mm-hmm. are just, you know, the, the non-star uh, guys written threes, which is what you need uh, What you need uh, to win. Uh, we got Man, uh, three. I, I never really thought about it that way, BJ. They got 15 points on five shots from guys that haven't really contributed that way all season long. I mean, and, and Martin Jason's and a, uh, Martin and uh, uh, Stanley were four for four from three combined. Right, and I mean, Omar, I believe, only entered that game with four threes on the season. Cam is a really good three point shooter, but as we have talked about in the past, he's dealing with a shoulder injury right now that uh, is kind of causing him a little bit of a hitch in his release that just doesn't make him quite as effective. I mean. His ball almost spins like sideways when he he releases it from three. Now it's got a little, it's got an awkward rotation. Yeah, it's got it's got a really awkward rotation. Yeah, it it, it spin like it, it spins this way. Like I could I could see how it could almost spin the other way, but like yeah, it's just it it's a it's got a weird spin on it. 
Um, but for those guys to go four of four for Jace Whiting, who has actually shot it at a pretty good clip from three uh, this year, but just doesn't attempt a ton of them. In a one-point game, to get 15 points from, from those guys on five shots, man, that's, without, uh, that's a massive difference. Without looking, Jay, do you know the last time Jace Whiting scored a point before the San Diego State game? Uh, Western Oregon? Close. Northwestern State. He had uh, six points, which was right after that, December 12th. So okay. he had gone over a month uh, without scoring before that three. And as we kind of start to finish this up, the bench was a big mm-hmm. – Topic that you, myself, uh, we were all uh, a little critical of, or whether it be the bench or whether it be Leon not playing the bench enough. I, we talked about it kind of being the chicken or the egg. Uh, Leon admitted that maybe a little bit, of it, a little bit of it was on him for maybe not he giving did. them an opportunity. And um, those guys finally got a little more of an opportunity. Jace, in particular, had the great drive and baseline pass to Andrew Meadow for the three. I mean, those were two bench guys with a, a key possession. You mentioned the three that he hit. Um, I thought Jace looked and played a lot better. And Leon said after the game, this is the Jace Whiting we saw last year that, that just has more tenacity and fire and can can play, you know, that junkyard dog that can just get in there and be physical and make big shots. And and uh, you saw after Jace Whiting hit that three, how fired up he was, firing up the crowd and stuff. And it had been a long time coming. As I said, over a month since he had scored, and he had barely seen the floor. So what do you make of uh, Jace, Cam, uh, Andrew? And, and, you know, we'll see at some point if, if RJ Keene is still on this team. Um, but but the bench and what you make of their improvement. And I, I really thought the rotations the other night, I, I hope they do that again tonight, but you had Jace and uh, Roddy playing together, which let Max have a couple extra minutes off. And then you mm-hmm. had uh, you had Cam and Omar playing together, which gave Tyson a couple extra minutes off. And they kind of mixed the rotations a little bit and gave some more guys a little bit of rest. And I know 34, 35 minutes doesn't feel a lot different than 37, 38. But, you know, when there's late free throws or late possessions down the stretch, those extra two or three minutes could matter. Massive difference, man. And and we did talk about this. I joked around, like, go back, find it. Let's queue it up so that we can prove to people that we actually know what we're talking about every now and then. The blind squirrel finds the needle in the haystack or what you know, whatever that might be. Um, I'm <laughs> just kidding, but pass uh, full, yeah. yeah whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm messing with you. Um, but that, that's how like rare it is. It is a blind squirrel finding a needle in a haystack. Um, but no, we, we talked about it and how like the, the, the first half minutes for the reserves were going to be big because that would allow you maybe to play your starters a little longer down the stretch and you wanted to keep everybody under you know at, at 35 minutes or below. Leon kept all of his starters at. 34 minutes or below Tyson Degenhardt's kind of the exception, I believe, because he's just kind of your, your, your war daddy, if you will, where you play him however long he needs to be played uh, because he's just that good. But for Leon to really trust his reserves for them to spell the starters, to keep everyone under 34 minutes of action and allow them to finish off that game. I mean, I I know it was a one point game, which, you know, kind of sucks for a number of reasons, BJ, if you beat San Diego state by eight to 10 versus one, I'm guessing that you get rewarded a little bit more in some of these metrics and maybe you do bump up a little bit more because that is a, a big difference. Um, but Which I you know, the blame for because I told Prater and Johnny with about two minutes left because Prater's not a big analytics guy, not a big Ken Palm guy, so he always gives me crap for kind of being a, and, and so I uh, looked at them with about two minutes, two thirty to go, and I said, Prater, I know you're going to love to hear this, but I said if they could keep this eight point lead or even extended here, this is a big, you know, this this would be big for the uh, old computer metrics. And him and Johnny both laughed, and then right away it started going downhill. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to blame you. Feel free. Okay, well, I'm going to blame you for that, and I think all of Bronco Nation, but me specifically, I'm blaming you uh, for the outcome of it only being a one-point game. But um, you know, but overlooking that, or what we can't overlook in that, is the fact that you know it looked like San Diego State was gonna was really gonna make this a brick fight, and they took that lead, and just kind of the way that they were like working, you're like, oh man, this is not. I don't feel good about this. And then all of a sudden, you know, it was like from that like 10 minute mark to the to the two minute mark where Boise State really turned it on and they they built a lead that allowed them. I, I know it was one point. It was never really in jeopardy, though, because they were up four last second three that didn't matter. And, um, you know, it still allowed them to cruise to that victory. Maybe they were a little fresh, you know, right? So that that bench performance was was massive. And if they can get that again, it would be, uh, again, massive. I, I think one thing that I, I loved about it, BJ, you know, when you're a pinch hitter in baseball, and you get one at bat, and you get out, and then the next game you come back and you're your same role, and you get out. 
then it just it feels like all of a sudden these these limited opportunities are really starting to get stacked against you. So if you're a reserve, you come off and you miss a shot, and you're and you only get to play three minutes in a game. So then you got to wait till Saturday to play again. That sucks, man. So to be able to play 16 minutes, go through the ebbs and flows a little bit, but ultimately come out on the right side of this thing, that's big for everybody. Hey, quick shout out, Bronco Brew Coffee. Check them out, broncobrew.coffee. Uh, roasted to order coffee, highly recommend it. Uh, supporting Boise State University Athletics with every sip. Uh, very affordable, very delicious coffee. And with every bag, a couple bucks goes into the pocket of the Boise State athlete of your choice. They've got NIL deals with a lot of athletes. You can go to their website, check them out, broncobrew.coffee. Find the athlete you want to donate to. Andrew Simpson is on there. Uh, I believe Markel Reed. I believe Sam Winter, uh, Kobe Young, some of the basketball players as well. Uh, but uh, you can sign up for a subscription every week. They'll deliver you a fresh roasted to order bag of coffee, and you're helping Boise State and the NIL game at the same time. Broncobrew.coffee is the website. All right, Jay, final thing here uh, for you, and then I'm going to keep it going for a little bit. But uh, Chris Mitchell, I don't know how familiar you are with him, but he is the number one ranked Juco player in the country. He was, I believe, dismissed from two schools, uh, or at least has been at two previous schools, Texas A&M and Ole Miss, I believe. Uh, somebody can, can prove me wrong on that, but uh, I believe he was either dismissed from both or was at both and left both. Um, I don't know all the details. This has kind of happened in the last 24 hours, and like I said, I've had a lot going on from having a bag packed and leaving to my flight mm -hmm. getting canceled, and I, uh, I'll i be honest, I don't 100% I'm not at the very bottom of the Chris Mitchell situation, but he does, or Marshall, excuse me, uh, yeah. Chris Marshall. Uh, I do not have, uh, which shows you where I am on, on this. Uh, no, but, you're giving Chris uh, Mitchell a shout-out. He was the former walk-on at Boise State, went yes, out to the College of Idaho, absolutely balled for them this year, by the yes. way. It was one of their better defensive well, I don't want to get him involved for uh, checkered pass. Or whatever, so <laughs> yeah, I, I said yeah. the wrong guy. I apologize. But uh, there is a little bit of history and a little bit of a past year. And he uh, does. I've seen some people say, hey, give him a zero tolerance, give him a chance. Um uh, some people saying maybe there's plenty of other guys in the portal. Maybe look elsewhere. Um, we don't know all the details. Hasn't mm -hmm. even committed yet, but he did post a video of him visiting the uh, photo on the blue uh, recently. He took a visit. And again, ranked the number one Juco wide receiver in the country. Uh, what's your take on the situation? Uh, that I think it's going to happen. I think Bronco Nation should feel uh, confident that he's going to give Boise State a shot. But I don't, uh, you know, you, you know. I, I think that's all that it is, BJ. I, I, I do. I, I, I don't think you can completely ignore his past. I, I maybe there, there are probably further explanations to it that go beyond a simple Google search. I mean, I know like that when you when you look for why he was dismissed from Old Smith, Old Miss, um, all it says is a violation of team rules, which that is a very broad and, um, uh you know not a very specific top uh, you know uh, description of why he was dismissed obviously so that can mean a lot of things it could mean showing up late to too many team meetings or stuff that's you know way way more serious than that obviously so for whatever reason he was dismissed that's what the google search provided me but he's a really talented wide receiver man like he he is really really good and uh I will say this. I feel good about where Boise State's at with their receivers regardless. I do. I think um, Camper, the guy that they brought in from Indiana, uh, he is a really, really talented player. Latrell Caples is coming back next year off of an injury that kept him out this entire season. I think I think Latrell is a really, really good player. Um, they have some young guys uh, in that receiver room that I, I expect to grow. Prince Strawn made tremendous strides this year. Austin Bolt is a little bit older, finally getting a chance to play. I, I do feel okay with where they're at in that wide receiver room, even if Marshall doesn't work out, whether it be now or down the road. The semester, I believe, at Boise State has started, so that, that makes it a little bit um, – a little interesting, I believe, because they got to get him – if he is indeed going to come here, they got to get him into school and get him rolling so he can partake in spring ball and things like that, but – uh, I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, again, reading an article from CBS Sports, um, uh, he was dismissed, as you said, uh, from, for a violation of team roles. It was a brief stint there, and again, he was the number 24 overall player in the class of 2022. Um, I mean, so, BJ, just pause there for five a second, star man. Five-star player. Five -star player. Yeah, fi another former five-star high school kid. I mean, that's they already got one of them, and yeah. now they might be getting another. 
but he was dismissed from Ole Miss. And then it says it was, quote, the only – the latest bit of off-field trouble for the number three yeah. ranked receiver in the 2022 class was one of multiple players suspended for the team's win over Miami on September 17th. Later, he was among the Aggies suspended because of a locker room incident after a loss to South Carolina in October. So uh, two different uh, issues um, when he was uh, at Texas A&M and then goes to Ole Miss. I don't know for sure, and maybe you know, but it just says he was in six games for Texas A&M before entering mm -hmm. the portal. Was he technically let go from A&M, or did he leave on his own? Or I didn't see that he was let go at A&M. At least, like, I didn't see any official dismiss for team rules. For two different games there, uh, yeah. and then left, and then went to Ole Miss, and, and that was only, like, just in the spring, right? Didn't even play a game for them, did he? I don't believe, you know, his stint at Ole, Ole Miss was very short. And then that's why he went the Juco route that fall, I would assume. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I we'll agree see. with you. I think they have some younger guys, and I'm sure Spencer is going to have an explanation for it at some point. We, we are still awaiting uh, an incident or update, I guess, from him on Jalen Clark. Uh, he is, you know, suspended indefinitely as well. So there's, a, you know, mm -hmm. an issue that he's having to deal with in terms of uh, an off the field incident, and we'll see kind of what his uh, precedent is and that he sets in terms of things like that. And um, I believe, I don't know, I believe Spencer Danielson. Like there may be a path for Jalen Clark to stay on the team. Um, but we'll see what happens with the charges and all that. But I feel like yeah. a guy that may, may make him earn it, but maybe as a guy that just the, the, you know, the, the family atmosphere and loves him so much, doesn't want to just kick him out to the curb and try to let him learn from it and move on. And we'll see what happens there, but that's going to be really interesting how, how he handles that. Yeah. I, the, the legal process has to play out there. And until it does, I, I think it's tough to paint a picture one way or the other. So that legal process will play out and everybody will have the information that they need. And then that can be assessed later on down the road, but um, all that stuff has to happen. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of have to wait and see on that one. I think. All right, Jay, uh, we'll let you go. I'm going to keep this going. Anything else coming up uh, this week or tonight or next couple of days on KTVB for folks to be paying attention to. Uh, I'm actually, I don't want to look ahead past Fresno state, but um, you're on the you know, call, we, right? We're on the call. Yeah. On, uh, Saturday. on Saturday, Utah state coming to town. We, did our best to try to get that thing on the mothership, actual Channel Seven. Unfortunately, there were just some things that uh, that didn't work out there, so that uh, that was unfortunate. But um, we are gonna be on streaming it live at ktvb.com as well as on uh, KTVB Plus. You can watch it live on Idaho's very own twenty four seven, and um, yeah, so that that uh, that's another opportunity for us that we're excited about. Did you? I never saw it. I'm sure you already put it out there, maybe, and maybe yeah. it's available somewhere. But when when did the uh, Ash and Genty snowplow feature run. Uh, it hasn't ran yet. Okay. I, I was I was actually technically off last Friday, and that was like a last minute thing that had been trying to figure out for a while, and then it just kind of came together quickly. So you got to do off the snow, man. It. it melts pretty quick. It does, yeah. So ran and shot it, but haven't actually had the time to to put it together. But I'll okay. keep you posted because it that should be cool. this week. All right, yeah. man. Well, appreciate your time, Jay, and we will uh, talk to you Friday as we get ready for the uh, the Utah State game. All right, brother. Safe travels. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Jay. There he is, Jay Tuss, KTVB Sports Director. We appreciate him for joining us on Bronco Nation News. As I said earlier, uh, just giving you a heads up, and I hope you guys can uh, understand and be patient. Um, there is going to be some sort of pregame show tonight from Fresno. I'm going to tape the interview with, with uh, Abe Jackson today and maybe tape like the opening 20 minutes and Jaden Finch is going to play that. And then I'm hoping that I'll be at the arena and can jump on live and at least give a quick report and show you what's going on um, tonight from Fresno. Uh, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll go live right when the plane touches down while I'm still on the plane and then we'll throw it to the Abe Jackson interview. And then I'll try to get over to the arena in time. I don't know, but uh, if you're joining us late, uh, my flight was canceled last night, missed a connection in Vegas and, um, I am dealing with some travel issues and one of my sponsors that I've ridden uh, with them a couple of times is super nice and appreciative and decided to go to the game at the last minute and give me a ride. Um, and so I'll be heading down to the game, uh, but won't be arriving until like an hour before, um, an hour before tip off. And it's just going to be, got to go when, when they can go. And, and so we'll see what we can do in terms of, uh, the pregame show. Also probably is not going to be a live post game show. Just letting you know, I'm hoping to get an interview or two on my phone, um, I might be able to go live, you know, in the Uber or something for a few minutes, um, or maybe right before we take off with some quick thoughts. Um, but probably not going to be much of a post game show, maybe a quick one. We'll see, but I wouldn't expect on too much of that. 
um, because they're trying to get wheels up as soon as possible to get back to Boise tonight. We're going to see if we can beat the team charter uh, back home. And so uh, just got to go when the ride is available and, and you do what you can. And I'm just thankful that I'll at least be able to get to the game and see it in person. Uh, but in terms of uh, pre and post game coverage, there may not be a ton tonight. It is what it is, and hope you guys uh, understand that. But uh, effectively or essentially tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. when I'm back in Boise with John Mallory, that will be our pregame or our postgame show. So our, our Lithia Ford to Boise postgame show, complete breakdown of the game, complete breakdown, hopefully some interviews uh, will be tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So it is what it is for a game. Uh, and appreciate you guys for understanding what that. I appreciate all of our sponsors and things that may miss out on a read tonight or may miss out on a mention that they're contractually uh, obligated to get. I hope everybody understands. Just you can't deal with the weather. Uh, yesterday in Vegas, they had some some bad rainstorms and some very low ceilings, and flights were delayed by three, four, five hours yesterday, and uh, couldn't get out last night. And then there was an opportunity to get out early this morning, but I would not have been able to do this show. Um, and just timing wise and money wise and the way it all worked, um, decided to stay in Boise and do the pregame show here or do the, the morning show here with Jay. And then, um, as I said, I'll tape the interview with Abe Jackson. We'll have that to play at some point tonight. Jaden Finch, we're going to pop on. We're hoping for the normal time right around six 30, six 45. We'll have some sort of taped pregame show to start with and then hopefully, uh, live as well. So, um, excited to just at least, you know, everything goes well with the travel and everything, be there to watch the game and in person and be able to still report on it. So it is what it is tonight. Just bear with us. And hopefully we'll be able to get you a small pregame and a, a maybe a small post game, but uh, the, the chances of a post game show are fairly slim. Cause I've been told we're going to try to get out of there as soon as possible uh, after the game. So appreciate you guys for, for all checking us out. I, I do want to give a shout out to lean feast in Meridian. Check them out. Dave and his staff do a tremendous job. You looking for healthy eating. You looking for a way to, uh, you know, convenience of, getting meals out of the refrigerator and putting them right in the microwave for two minutes and being done. I mean, if you work in an office and you don't have time to cook or go out to, you don't want to go out to eat every day, highly recommend lean feast. They deliver leanfeastmeridian.com, or you can go into their uh, store there by the five guys at Eagle road and you stick and uh, fully customizable, pick out all your meals yourself and um, you know, just, just do that. And then uh, it's a very easy, you know, highly recommended, uh, gonna say safe but of course it's safe but it's healthy uh is the word i was looking for uh eating so check out lean feast and uh appreciate uh leanfeastmeridian.com and uh, that's where i've been uh, i'm about eight pounds down or so in the last couple of weeks got a long ways to go but it is thanks to uh eating almost exclusively at lean feast so appreciate all you guys for checking us out uh if you won a prize yesterday i will be in touch with you in the next couple of days a couple of you emailed me not all of you have yet if you want a prize, please uh, email me, and we will get that to you. And don't forget, join us. It's coming up. Before you know it, seven weeks from Friday, the BNN KTIK pool party at Stadium Swim Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. We have a 15% off link if you want to stay at Circa or stay at Stadium Swim. My man Travis Hawks is flying down there today and staying for three days for a conference at Circa. I'm very jealous of him, but appreciative that he is staying at Circa. He got like 14 rooms there for his coworkers. They're staying at Circa. They're eating at Barry's Prime tonight. Uh, so I'm very appreciative and thankful that they're supporting the sponsors. Hopefully you will too on your next trip to Vegas. But if you, we have a 15% off link if you want to stay there for the conference tournament. But if you are not staying there, you are still able to come for the pool party. If you uh, RSVP to Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com, that's right, Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com, you get free cover charge into the pool party even if you're not staying at Circa Resort and Casino. So email me. We'll get you set up. We'll get your info. And uh, you'll be uh, on the RSVP list, and you get to go in for free to Stadium uh, Swim. Six pools. There'll be a DJ, all the games on, food, drink. It'll be a lot of fun. We got a private pool up on the third deck overlooking everything. We're going to have food, drinks. going to be an awesome time. So make plans now to go to the Mountain West Tournament. If you've ever thought about going, this is the year to do it, to go to the Mountain West Tournament and to stay at Circa Resort and Casino. And, again, email me for the 15% off link. And if you uh, also just want to RSVP to the pool party and get in for free, RSVP reigns at BroncoNationNews.com. We'd still like folks to sign up for our VIP basketball experience. We're giving away a trip for two on the uh, same private jet that I'm riding tonight uh, to San Diego for the final game of the regular season. Check it out. 
VIP basketball experience. It's open to all yearly subscribers. So it's a thank you uh, for being a yearly subscriber. And so there's still time to register. You can see the promo code at the bottom of the screen on the scroll. BNN 50 deal is the promo code. BNN 50 deal is the promo code. Type that in, sign up for the one-year membership for $50. And uh, somebody asked earlier, um, how long does the one-year membership last? I think it's actually good for 366 days. You get the day you signed up for plus 365 days, I believe it is. And then it renews essentially on the same day, uh, the next year. So, um, you be entered in the contest automatically. We're going to draw this in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to the trip. Um, we're doing something creative. We might have like five finalists and then have a, a cool way to give this trip away. So we're working on that. But uh, Ridley's Family Markets, Bowser Real Estate, the Blue and Orange Store, and Cutwater Spirit sponsors of the trip. We appreciate them. And again, still sign to sign up. We'll have still time to sign up. We'll have some more giveaways on Friday. Our weekly giveaway on Friday is uh, coming up. And uh, again, if you won one of the previous giveaways the last couple of weeks, please email me so we can uh, connect and get your address and get you uh, your prize. So again, appreciate everybody for checking us out, all the comments and everything. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, again, I appreciate all the, the kind words on the safe travels. Um, very blessed and thankful again that we're going to hitch the ride down to the game uh, on the PJ. And yeah, I'll brag about that a little bit. Pretty, pretty sweet and uh, that we have that option. Uh, but again, it's going to impact our pre and post game shows tonight. So we'll try to get you whatever coverage we can. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. That's the easiest place that I post to. We'll try. Uh, it's just at BJ Rains, R-A-I-N-S. Uh, Facebook, uh, we'll try to get some stuff there, but mostly Twitter is where I'm at on uh, in-game coverage. Um, but again, YouTube, where all these shows are, make sure you hit that subscribe button in the bottom of the screen. We're trying to get over 4,400. We're about 12 away, I think, from getting over 4,400 YouTube subscribers. Would love to get to 5,000 by the end of basketball season. We'll see. It's a little aggressive, but we'll see if we can get it done. So tell your friends, subscribe on YouTube, turn on the notifications so you know when we go live next. And uh, it's very easy, um, very easy. So appreciate you guys. At some point later tonight, we'll talk to you from Fresno. Don't know if it'll be live or what's going on, but we'll talk to you from Fresno when we can. And uh, Boise State, Fresno State, big one on the road for the Broncos in the Mountain West. And we'll have you covered later this evening. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.